from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Hello, everybody. I just saw in the chat room on the Rumble social media platform somebody said, Will Sven be joining us tonight on Live from America, and they must be referring to the NPR skit that I did earlier on part one on this morning's Live from America, and I went home, and I played that for my wife, and she died laughing, I died laughing when I rewatched it, so if you have not seen this morning's show, I highly, highly recommend you go watch it, and about 40 minutes into the show, you'll see a wonderful skit which is basically making fun of NPR and, and what you hear when you watch or listen to NPR. So um, that's must. But no, Sven will not be joining us this evening. Thank you so very much for part two, ladies and gentlemen, giving me your second hour of the day. This is live from America, from the live free or die state of New Hampshire, and I am your ever so humble, God fearing, but God loving host, Jeremy Harold, the hip hop. Patriot. And I got to say, folks, I feel like we're hitting a new stride with this show. I feel like this show is taking off like stratosphere stuff, like like Jeff Bezos, except uh, he came back and we didn't want him to do that. But anyway, uh, please take this time to share, 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 share. Action. All about action. We love when we get six, 7,000 people watching on one platform. And uh, this show has always been a social media driven show and even moving into digital tv for those who don't know uh, we'll be on real america's voice soon and we're always going to be social media centric so when you hear us take breaks on the show like oh we're gonna take a break we'll be right back what i'm gonna do at that time sometimes i'll show you some good patriotic uh, companies that we're highlighting but other times i'll just go right to the chat and we'll do uh i'll answer some questions in the chat while we're having our uh commercial (laughs) so I do want to go and do some live shout-outs right now. I know a couple people just jumped into YouTube that says, Oh, my Lanta, I'm actually catching the show live. So that's good. Christy Burns from, uh, from Texas is watching on YouTube. And Ann uh, Pargiello is watching as well. Renee Clorin. So Ann is from Nevada, excuse me. Uh, Renee Clorin on the road in Louisiana. Karen Storm is watching from South Dakota. Lori Pilger, second time today. As every other day, she says, and I appreciate that. Thomas Hamaker from Texas as well. Texas is going to be in the news quite a bit lately with the whole border thing going on and and uh, Governor Abbott being, uh, his governorship being uh, being uh, threatened by, uh, you know, Colonel Allen West. I think he'd be a great governor for, for the state of Texas. I think he would do even a better job than Abbott. So there's a lot going on there. We'll keep our eye on that. Gene Anderson from Buxton, Maine. And of course, Kevin Wilson watching from Michigan. Let's shoot over to Rumble. Give our Rumble shout out, shall we? Uh, let's see. Mama Chanda. Denise here from Northern Michigan. Someone says, I have no sound. Is it just me? I would assume it is just you. I would back out if you're watching on social media and, and go back to it. Um, and, and hello to everybody watching on Roku too. The Roku audience is growing and hopefully there's some new people watching there as well. Uh, Karen Yeglick from Louisiana is watching on Rumble. Shout out to her. Pam Miller says, let's rumble on time. Peggy from Virginia. Melissa Steffi says, did you make the elephant bib pad? Um, I don't know if she's talking. Oh, she's talking to Melissa. Um, we got uh, Cynthia is watching and, and uh, Joe from 
Arkansas, Texas, I think is what he said, but it went too quick. Um, no sound, is it just me? Hopefully everybody else has sound here. It looks like everybody does, and I think I do. Hold on. I'll see if I have sound for you. Oh, yeah, there's sound, so it definitely is just you. And Lisa says they are putting up barbed wire in Texas. I'm assuming she's talking at the border. And uh, let's see, who else here? Alexa56. Alexa from OHIO. And all those who are watching from Ohio, please uh, be reminded, ladies and gentlemen, that we are going to have Joe Blystone on tomorrow as a guest at 1130 Eastern Time right here on Live from America. And Teresa uh, PCD says, have sound in Midwest Patriot 21, says Illinois Patriot in the house. I'd also like to thank Ginny Walker, and that is G-I-N-N-Y, Ginny Walker. Uh, she sent some gifts for my wife and I, and I'm so, so very honored when you guys send gifts for my wife, because she works so hard uh, to support me doing this, and she does a lot of the sending out, like if I'm sending out Bibles, or sending out any new hats or anything, she's all on top of that, she's, she does a lot for this for this business, behind the scenes, so I really appreciate uh, you sending things for, for me and my wife, but this is what she sent, and she makes these, and uh, this is cleaning without chemicals, so a cleaner way to clean without all these chemicals that we get, and uh, she gave a mitt, she got made a mitt here for us, for cleaning, and then she made some stuff for my wife. She got a blue and a purple um, cleaning cloth in there, and then I, of course, got some stuff to clean my computer and my my screen and my my keyboard and stuff like that as well. So shout out to Jenny Walker. God bless you. Thank you for that, and thank you for your kind words. And also want to thank um, Jennifer K. Jennifer K. I hope I I thought I think that's just K K Y. Jennifer K. Because she sent a box of children's Bibles. I want to give you an idea of what a lot of, this is kind of what children's Bibles look like, beginner Bibles. Um, I do have these, so if you do a Bible request and you need something for a child, I do have, I don't know, probably about 30 or 40 of these kind of Bibles. So make sure you, you put that in your request, and um, you know, hopefully we catch up on the Bible request soon, because I, I was sending out requests from May 18th the other day. But, it's my own fault, we're going to prioritize a little bit better. Um, I'd also like to read quickly a little bit of what Jennifer Kay wrote, and I hope she's okay with that. But she just said, I just want to say, keep up the great work. What you are doing is truly a ministry. Be sure to let your viewers know what the need um, what the need is with regard to Bibles, and we'll be glad to provide. Also, thank you for j- sharing the Jesus Calling series of books. I have been reading and sharing many of them with others since you introduced me to them. Thank you again. Much love, Jennifer K. And she said she put no return mail address on this because she doesn't want me to even bother sending any kind of a thank you or anything like that. But just know, thank you, God bless you. And, and there's so many of you out there. Like I mentioned earlier, Linda Majaya, there's so many of you who are monthly donors. Um, you know, uh, 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 Rosa Catalano, she's been great. You, there's just so many. I wish I could name all of you, but, uh, you know, someday I'll, have a, someday I'll have a studio big enough. I just talked to somebody right before I went live. I was literally like, I got to go. I got to do the show. But I gotta, I'm, I'm looking at another place this week, and if, and if we get it, if I, can, if I can afford it and it fits into the, the budget of Life from America and we can, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll pray and hopefully God will bless us with it, then I'll be able to display pretty much everything anybody's ever given me. I'll have enough space to do that. So keep me in your prayers. Keep Life from America's uh, growth in your prayers. And um, 
Folks, I think that's a good time right now. That's a great segue to get into Jesus Calling. So if you are new to the show, and I know that we have new watchers every single day, I do want to let you know that the structure of this show is all based on the gospel. Everything. Literally from the integrity the show uh, has, the positivity, the laughter, the, the family interaction with everybody who's, who, who watches the show, who's been here from the beginning, everything is, is rooted and has a foundation on the gospel. And without that, we wouldn't have what we have. So we make sure that we give time to the Lord before we start every show. And uh, we ask for the Lord's blessing. So, tonight, reading from Jesus Calling, July 20th, year of our Lord, 2021, from the evening version, says this. When one of my beloved draws near to me, in reverent awe, I open my heart and offer intimate friendship. From time to time... Though you overstep your bounds, forgetting who I am. When you remember my majestic presence and return to me repentantly, I rush to meet you and enfold you in my embrace. And that's coming from John 8, 58 in the New King James Version, which says, Jesus said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. And from Luke 15, 20, says, So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him, and kissed him. And I would assume that's talking about the prodigal son. Before you turn out the light tonight, reach out to me in reverence, and I will embrace you with joy immeasurable. Now, I want to share some great news with you guys. So, remember how lately I have been, if you, if you follow my newsletter, one of my newsletter ho- uh, homework assignments for Christians was to reach out to people that I called low-hanging fruit. People who had um, uh, been with the gospel before, heard the gospel before, raised maybe in the gospel, but just have fallen far away, but, they, but they've heard it and they have a piece of it in, and you can feel it living inside them. You reach out to those people because you may be able to turn them around and show them the path back to God and let God do the rest. Well, I got to tell you, I have two best friends, okay? And, and I'm so lucky because some people don't even have one best friend. I have two people that would truly be, you know, would treat me as a brother no matter what I ask them. And uh, one of them went through a, a lot of hardships last year and was open to the gospel. And while I didn't, while I didn't um, uh, see a transformation uh, to, you know, come to church or to or to join a group of uh, of God fearing Christians or anything like that. I did see some opening up, and I planted seeds, which was great. And I can only pray and hope that with a little bit of uh, conversation once in a while, that that he'll, you know, f- eventually reach there. Because I want to I want to live with him in heaven, right? Well, uh, my other best friend, who I thought there was no way, there was no way possible, actually called me today on my lunch break and said. That a friend of mine who actually lives down the road from me, um, who's also a believer, that he's been talking to him um, about, you know, like flat earth theory and all this other stuff. I didn't even know they knew each other. But this is how God works in mysterious ways. I have been preaching to my friend, preaching and preaching and preaching, and I've been showing him everything that I've learned and showing him my experiences and showing him where I was wrong and, you know, give him tips and just tried to do anything I could for him to read the word. And today, he calls me out of nowhere and says, now, I don't want you to think anything crazy, you know, freak out or anything like that, or, or, or take it too far. He says, but, he said, this is exact words, I think I finally might have opened up to this God and Jesus stuff. 
And I go, oh, this, this, just this God and Jesus stuff. You think you've opened up to it? And he says, well, you know what I mean. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say that. And but I, at the same point, when I talk to him now, and if he slips and he uses the Lord's name in vain around me, he goes, oh, I'm sorry, and he apologizes, which means he's catching it. Which means his morals, his moral compass, written on his heart, knows that he's doing something wrong. And then after years and years and years, well, it seems like a thousand years, but for me, I've been, you know. And and today, not from anything that I did recently, but just over time, the seeds were watered. And I couldn't be more happier. First my mom, now my, now my best friend. I could not be more happier. I dropped to my knees at my house when the phone call was over. I smiled from ear to ear. And I just said, thank you, God, for giving. Thank you. Thank you for giving me this. You know what I mean? Because I cannot imagine living without anybody that I know, or even all of you in heaven. And it's such been such a transformation <laughs> process, but to have uh, somebody that I, I thought would never would never open up, open up. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what I'm talking about. That is God watering seeds. So all glory to God. Let's let's give praise and worship to God for for God working miracles because it truly was a miracle. And having said that, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to go right to the Lord's prayer. So please. I know there's a lot of youngsters who watch the show. There's a lot of people younger than 15. There's a lot of people younger than 10 who watch the show. And big shout out to Lily in Michigan. Mrs. Blue Eyes. Mrs. Beautiful Blue Eyes uh, Lily. Um, what a great little girl. She has great parents. And uh, it's a great time to for all of us to, to say the Lord's Prayer. So please, remove your hat if you're wearing one. Put down your drink. Take a deep breath. I probably look all crazy with my hair right now. But it's okay. Because we're doing it for the Lord. So, say it with me, shall you? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And I know there's a lot of youngsters in here because I see some of them jump in on the chat on YouTube. And, um, you know, I've seen a 15-year-old in the last week. I've seen an 11 or 12-year-old. Hopefully they're there with their mom and dad. I don't know if they should be using YouTube. But as long as they're watching stuff like this, then I think that's okay. Uh, but I do love going and seeing what you guys are writing in the comment section. So, again, when we take little, um, um, you know, TV breaks here, we're going to go right to the comment section and we're going to do some, you know, have some conversation in between those little breaks. Are you ready for the first and foremost section of Live from America, ladies and gentlemen? It is the second show of the day. And I'm ready to rumble. So if you're watching on Roku, YouTube, Rumble, or listening on any podcast, or if you went to JeremyHerald.com, Let's get ready to rumble, folks. The first and foremost section of today, and it's the federal government grabbing even more power. Remember I told you that COVID for them didn't just mean being able to put in a mail-in ballot system, didn't just mean that they'd be able to cheat astronomically, didn't just mean that they'd be able to funnel tons, print, I should say, tons of money for their failing blue states and blue cities who are obviously failing because they they work on a a left-wing, progressive, socialist, borderline communism um, uh, style of a government. But now, ladies and gentlemen... It's even being abused further. And I told you, once they get the taste of this power, they will never give it back. The United States today renews the COVID-19 Public Health Emergency Declaration. 
all while letting thousands and thousands of unvaccinated, infected, illegal aliens through the southern border to achieve their agenda of changing a demographic to vote Democrat for the next thousand years. The Department of Health and Human Services was, has extended the declaration for another 90 days. Remember 15 days to sp slow the spread? Just give us 15 days, guys. We should have revolted in the streets that day because we should have known, just like Ronald Reagan said, the worst thing that you can hear from the government is, hi, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Hi, we're from the government. We're here to help. We're here to keep everybody safe. You're going to kill old people, even though we're going to shove them in nursing homes and kill them anyway. So just give us the 15 days. Oh, guess what? 15 days are up. We need 15 more days. Oh, those 15 days are up. We need 30 days. Matter of fact, we're going to go 90 days out just to make sure. Two years later, it's going to keep going, folks. They're going to drag this out as long as they possibly can because their hope is that it goes into the 2022 election. So they can use it to do anything they can. Who knows what they're, how they're going to use it then, but they're gonna, this COVID thing is like a miracle for them. I mean, if I go to get a washer for a screw, I can't get it because of COVID. If I go to buy a car, I can't buy it because of COVID. I go to, uh, you know, call a construction uh, company to, to build something. Can't do that COVID. Oh, can't do that COVID. COVID, COVID, COVID. I remember last year I had somebody come and look at, we have a, um, we have a metal roof. So the snow will slide off. Well, what happens is, is it slides off in major amounts and even ice comes off and it could kill you. So we had a guy come and ask how much the snow stoppers would be. You just put them along the metal roof and it stops the snow from coming down in a, you know, in a, in a big, uh, big chunk. And uh, he gets out of the truck and I go to shake his hand and he like falls back into his truck and he's like, oh, COVID, oh, COVID, man. And I'm like, okay, you're fired. Didn't even hire him. Won't hire him. Not going to do that. That's the world we're living in, folks. That's the world we're living in. So they've extended it another 90 days. Now, what does extending it another 90 days allow them to do? Well, it allows them to authorize emergency use and manufacture of more vaccinations. <gasps> we need more vaccinations. This time we need a Delta vaccine. Then we need a Lambda vaccine. And then we need a Epilson vaccine. And then we, they're just gonna, we need, we need uh, every one of those we need a vaccine for. And then we need a second dose of those. So I got to make the second dose. Oh, but then we need the booster dose. So we got to make the booster dose. Meanwhile, Moderna, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson are raking in the money. Just this year alone, Moderna's pulling in 19.8 billion dollars, ladies and gentlemen. And the pharmaceutical companies just keep raking it in. And you have no choice over it because the federal government is raising your taxes, printing money, and paying them for it. So they're taking money from you, even though you don't want them to take money from you. They're paying a company to make something you don't want them to make. They're sticking that stuff inside you, which is I call Fauci juice. They're sticking Fauci juice inside you, forcing you to take it. And if you don't take it, they'll shut your entire life down, and they're robbing you to pay for it. Isn't that amazing? Welcome to the United States federal government, ladies and gentlemen. So we need, here's what I'm thinking, we need high-powered people or people with big pockets like President Trump who finally has a class action lawsuit against big tech, we need the same kind of class action lawsuit against the federal government, or at least some senators or some Congress, U.S. congressmen or women who have the guts or the courage to get together and use taxpayer money for something good. Like, I don't know, suing the federal government to stop their emergency federal powers from continuing, just like we did on a state level. 
Look at all of the governors that red states limited their power or took power from them. Look at what happened in Pennsylvania where the governor cannot exceed so many days. Uh, I think it's 21 days of, uh, of emergency lockdowns without going back to the legislation for some kind of approval. That needs to happen at the federal government. The federal government cannot just be allowed to continue to do whatever they want, print whatever money they want, make whatever regulations they want, and call them regulations even though they're laws. Isn't that weird? They're not supposed to be laws, but they're so they call them regulations, and they're just as enforceable and just as jailable and just as, as fireable of, of an offense or, or a fine. You see what I'm saying? Like the, the, the federal government is so out of control, you almost can't stop it. It's like a runaway train. That is what we fought so hard in 1775 to get away from. That is exactly what we fought to get away from, and it's ten times worse today than it was then. Ten times worse, at least. At least. I mean, now our own government says you need an F-15 and a nuke. Folks, we want to try to get to 200,000 rumbles on Rumble as quick as possible. So if you are watching on Rumble, I see that there's about 5,000 people watching. It doesn't take much to reach down and just click that plus button. Let's see if we can get four or 5,000 rumbles on one video. Usually they're about 1,000. Same thing on YouTube. Click that like button and that, and that notification bell. I appreciate it. But folks, that's what we're dealing with right here. So we need high-powered, high- uh, or big pocketbook people sue the federal government for overreach of power, just like they've done on a state level. I'm not going to be able to do that. You're not going to be able to do that, but somebody can do that. Somebody can do that. Organizations can do that. They do it at a state level, and everything that's done at a state level can be done at a federal level. Well, pretty much everything. You can't do a recall on your president like you can do a recall on some governors, but you get what I'm saying. That is what I believe the remedy here is, suing the federal government for an overreach of power and uh, creating regulations without doing it the proper way through Congress. That's what needs to happen. That is my first and foremost section of today. Be right back with more Live from America just in a minute. So, folks, I'm going to go to Rumble real quick, and I want to see what you guys are saying about that. Um, in 1871, they took our freedoms back from us, kept brainwashed by distractions through decades, says Becky. And uh, Terry Sue says, the left are just throwing all laws out the window, but only for them. I agree. I hear what you're saying. Um, we the people, and we, we the people, and we have to stand together, strong together, says Mystic Soul. Uh, Miss Renegade says, who and how? Well, I mean, it's, it, 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 the Republican Party needs to be doing this. The, the RNC, or the GOP, or, you know, whoever whoever's in the Republican Party that's, that wants to that, that wants to um, stand up for something that's what they should do they should be doing this committees should be doing this action groups should be doing this those are the people that should be doing this those are the people that could be doing this but they're not I mean why aren't these representatives suing the federal government for what the, for the overreach where's Kevin McCoward where's Mitch McChina other than raking in money and doing nothing that's what I'm talking about it's going to take an army of people with guts and courage, okay? You can't just take on the federal government as a peon like me. You just can't do that. But they are they are uh, overextending their power, and it is an overreach. It is, and it needs to stop. So, you know, the more, the more awareness we can bring to it, the more uh, courage can be built from that awareness, and the more fire that can be under some people's bottoms. And we can pr probably, you know, it's how we got here with audits. It's the same way we got here with audits. We can do the same thing with every, with all these other gripes that we have. Um, Elizabeth uh, Musser says, "Really, McChina, you must be kidding." Exactly. 
Um, uh, Jen says, too many weak-kneed Republicans. I agree 100%. That's the biggest problem here. And people are not happy with George Soros because they're wishing some pretty bad things on him in the chat as well. Um, Jeremy, when we the people do something... Jeremy, when do we the people do something and what can we do? Well, we're doing what we can do right now. We're doing what we can do right now by, by awareness, awareness, awareness. The more people that understand exactly what's going on, the more people... I mean, it's not about what you know in this world, right? It's about who you know. Seems to be that's the case in, in every situation. It's about who you know. So the more people we meet, the more people we bring to the cause, the more people who will stand up and do this and not do this and put their hands, on, you know, sit on their hands, that's what we can do right now. That's all we can do right now. And it's worked. It's worked. Isn't it amazing when Republicans actually work together and get loud? Things get done. All we're doing is taking a playbook out of the left. But the right has always been like, oh, we're too snooty and snotty to, to act like that. Meanwhile, the left is getting things done. You may not like Stacey Abrams, but Steve Bannon's right about her. That girl, she, she don't stop. And that is why she produces results. Because she doesn't stop no matter what. Republicans have always stopped in the face of, um, oh, they called us racist. But not anymore, folks. Not anymore. Because we are winning every single day, and we do have God on our side. As much as you don't think that's real, I promise you, that's a real thing. Just have faith like Noah, and you'll be all good. All right, back here on Live from America. I do love those breaks where I can talk to the audience and talk to everybody in the Live from America family on social media. So if you are watching on something where you can't comment... Maybe you want to pull up some social media, too, so you can see some of the interesting comments and conversations that are going on. Watch it on both places. Give us double the viewership. How about that? All right, we're going to go ahead and give the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. But first of all, I want to bring in our guest. Uh, can you come in? Can you come in for a minute? Yeah. Got a, got a great guest for you guys. Hey, it's Tony Fauci, all the way from the uh, Senate hearing today. Tony, I, uh, I heard, uh, first of all, thank you very much for showing up. Thank you for having me, because I got my rat tail handed to me today by Rand Paul. Oh, are you kidding me? Rand Paul did that to you? Why would he do that to you? Because I don't know what I'm talking about, and I'm a lion, rat face, dog face, pony soldier. All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna let we're gonna let Tony Fauci just sit right there, real quick. All right. We're going to play the clip that you've all seen today. But how many? You know what? You can't watch it enough. You can't watch it enough. We got to go ahead and play the clip. The clip today of Rand Paul not only triggering Tony the Rat Face Fauci worse than I've ever seen him triggered in my life, but also dropping bombs on him at the same time. He got triggered and he got destroyed in the same breath. And you can see Tony Fauci's mannerisms. You can see him meddling with things. You can he, he gets all mad because he, 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 he hit the microphone wrong and nobody heard him. And then he, he, got, he gets all mad. And, and, and while Rand Paul is up there destroying him with, uh, I don't know, science. <laughs> Weird science. While Rand Paul is destroying him, Rand Paul, a doctor, by the way, is destroying him with science, Tony Fauci decides, well, I'm not going to try to debate with you on the science part of it, I'm just going to call you names and scream at you and tell you you don't know what you're talking about. See, Tony Fauci tried to get some sound bites for him and the Democratic Party today. That's what he tried to do. But unfortunately, when you take a rat-faced loser like that guy right there, a lying, evil sack of rat, you know what, um, 
he kind of doesn't understand how to get sound bites because you can't get a good sound bite when you're lying, and you definitely can't get a good sound bite when you're afraid and fidgeting as much as Tony Fauci was today. So, without further ado, this is Tony S- Master Swamp Rat Fauci versus Rand Paul. Get your popcorn because it's a good one. Here we go. Dr. Fauci, as you are aware, it is a crime to lie to Congress. Section 1001 of the U.S. Criminal Code. What a way to start out. It's a felony and a five-year penalty for lying to Congress. On your last trip to our committee on May 11th, you stated that the NIH has not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. And yet, gain-of-function research was done entirely in the Wuhan Institute by Dr. Xi, and was funded by the NIH. I'd like to ask unanimous consent to insert into the record the Wuhan virology paper entitled Discovery of a Rich Gene Pool of Bat SARS-Related Coronaviruses. Please deliver a copy of the journal article to Dr. Fauci. In this paper, Dr. Xi credits the NIH and lists the actual number of the grant that she was given by the NIH. In this paper, she took two bat coronavirus genes, spike genes, and combined them with a SARS-related backbone to create new viruses that are not found in nature. These lab-created viruses were then shown to replicate in humans. These experiments combine genetic information from different coronaviruses that infect animals but not humans to create novel artificial viruses able to infect human cells. Viruses that in nature only infect animals were manipulated in the Wuhan lab to gain the function of infecting humans. This research fits the definition of the research that the NIH said was subject to the pause in 2014 to 2017, a pause in funding on gain of function. But the NIH failed to recognize this, defines it away, and it never came under any scrutiny. Dr. Richard E. Bright, a molecular biologist from Rutgers, described this research in Wuhan as, the Wuhan lab used NIH funding to construct novel chimeric SARS-related coronaviruses able to infect human cells and laboratory animals. This is high-risk research that creates new potential pandemic pathogens, potential pandemic pathogens that exist only in the lab, not in nature. This research matches, these are Dr. Ebright's words, this research matches, indeed epitomizes, the definition of -of gain-of-function research done entirely in Wuhan, for which there was supposed to be a federal pause. Dr. Fauci, knowing that it is a crime to lie to Congress, do you wish to retract your statement of May 11th where you claimed that the NIH never funded gain-of-function research Here's where it gets good. Watch how watch watch how mad he gets when he pushes the button here. <laughs> I have never lied before the Congress, and I do not retract that statement. This paper that you are referring this to paper. was judged by qualified staff up and down the chain as not being gain of function. Oh, okay, so good. Was, let me take, finish. Take an animal virus and you increase its transmissibility to humans. Right. You're saying that's not gain of function? Yeah, that is correct. And and Senator Paul, you do not know what you are talking about. <laughs> 
first of all, I gotta just, I know you want to see the whole thing in its entirety, but my part of my job is to break this down, okay? At least for my own amusement. First of all, he tried to talk on the mic and couldn't do it and slammed the, pushed the button like, mm. and then when Rand Paul asks him the very simple question, almost as simple as, Dr. Fauci, are you meaning to tell me that two plus two doesn't equal four? That's the equivalent in 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 a, in, a, in just a different way. He said, "You mean to tell me that that uh, you know uh, funding this to to see if you can uh, mutate uh, animal viruses for human? You mean that's not gain of function?" He said, "No." And I'll tell you another thing: you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh man, that right there tells you how flustered and how triggered he's getting. Anyway, here we go. Frankly, and I want to say that officially. You do not know what you are talking about. Okay, you get one person. Let's read from the NIHF. This is your definition that you guys wrote. It says that scientific research that increases the transmissibility among mammals is gain of function. They took animal viruses that only occur in animals and they increase their transmissibility to humans. Boom. How you can say that is not gain of function. It is not. It's a dance, <laughs> and you're dancing around this because you're trying to obscure responsibility for 4 million people dying around the world okay. from a pandemic. And let's let Dr. Fauci. I have to, well, now you're getting into something. If the point that you are making is that the, the, the grant that was funded as a sub-award from EcoHealth to Wuhan created SARS-CoV-2, that's where you are getting. Let me finish. We don't know. Well, we don't wait know a minute. It didn't I come from the lab, but all you. the evidence is pointing that it came from the lab. See how weak Fauci is? And you see how mad he's getting when Rand Paul is actually calling him out the way that we would call him out here on Live from America? Okay, I, I am so done with people uh, lobbing, lobbing softball questions. Get right to it and say, you're responsible for this, so you're responsible for the murder of X, Y, Z amount of people. And he didn't like that. Are you, whoa, are you referring to, and, and you see how weak he was? As soon as he started to puff his chest up and Rand Paul just spoke over him like a man, Dr. Fauci just crumbles and stops talking. That is how weak of an individual this liar is. That's how weak he is. But he doesn't like it when, when somebody flips the script on him, does he? Oh, no, 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 they don't like that. How dare you? How dare you question the king, king rat face? Here we go will be responsibility for those who funded the lab, including yourself. I totally This committee resent, will allow the witness to respond. I totally resent the lie cool. that you are now propagating, oh. Senator. Because if you look at the viruses that were used in the experiments, that were given in the annual reports, that were published in the literature... It is molecularly impossible. No one's saying those it, viruses it is, caused it. It no is, is molecularly. Those virus caused the pandemic. What we're alleging is the gain of function research was going on in that lab and NIH funded it. That you is can't not. Get away from it. It meets your definition and you are obfuscating the truth. I'm not obfuscating the truth. Senator you Paul's are the one. Time is expired, but I will allow the witness to. Let me just finish. I want everyone to understand that if you look at those viruses, and that's judged by qualified virologists and evolutionary biologists. Did he just say evolutionary biologists? Talk about that later. 
Those viruses are molecularly impossible no one's to result they are. No in SARS-CoV-2. Cause the pandemic. We're saying they are gain-of-function viruses because they were They're animal not. viruses that became more transmissible in human, and you funded it. And you, you admit the truth. And you implying Paul, your time has expired, and I will <laughs> look at him. Who come before He's this so committee mad. to respond? And, and you are implying that what we did was responsible for the deaths of individual. Yes. I totally resent and that. Have and if anybody is lying been. here, Senator, it is you. Look at, look at, <laughs> Rand Paul don't care. <laughs> I got flustered. <laughs> if anybody lying here, Senator, it is you. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to go ahead and. just gonna throw him right in the dumb dumb bucket you don't know what you're talking about okay all right all right highly respected scientists okay well let me read something to you this is um this is from our good friends over at judicial watch and tom fitton um uh, through FOIA requests um they finally got 311 pages of information that they've been trying to get on tony the rat face fauci and it says this judicial watch announced today that it and the daily caller news foundation received from the Department of Health and Human Services 311 pages of records of heavily redacted communications from Dr. Anthony Fauci and the WHO regarding COVID-19. Heavily redacted. Certain Fauci emails were redacted, including his personal edits to a COVID-related federal appropriations measure Emails sent from the WHO were also redacted under a trade secrets exemption. So that's another way they're protecting and putting all force fields up around this little four foot eight rat face. It's because they can they can put it under trade secret exemptions under like the ingredients of the of uh, of the vaccines under different companies. The scum, the scum of the earth, man. Fauci's agency is a is in stonewall mode right now and has granted the corrupted WHO a special secrecy exemption from the Freedom of Information Act. I would take that right to court. I would take that right to the Supreme Court. Not that you're going to get much done there, but I'd do it anyway because you lose 100% of the battles that you don't fight. What do you mean that he's granted... Uh, him and the WHO are granted special secrecy exemption under from FOIA. No, 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 no. Country, for the people, by the people, and of the people. We pay the salary. We are the ones that are entitled to all information, as long as it's not going to hurt the national security of the United States of America. So, it sounds like to me that this will hurt the United States of America if we find out exactly what is in these emails from the WHO and Master Swamp Rat who now resides in the Swamp Donkey Bucket. And I hope he's drowning in it. No, I shouldn't say that, but you get what I'm saying. It all stinks to high heaven, and, and sooner or later, they're going to climb up so high there's, no, there's not going to be anywhere else to go, and they're going to fall. And the higher they climb, the farther they fall. And I will be there, you will be there, President Trump will be there, but what we got to make sure that we do is when these cards do all start falling, folks, one thing, and, and thank God for, for the people that watch this show who keep me balanced and send me emails that just God directs me to to catch a very specific email that says, do not gloat. When this is all said and done, you know, politics are a funny game. We can sit, we can throw jabs at each other, we can, we can uh, set traps for each other, we can do all that in politics, because that's the, that's the game of politics. But when this is all said and done, 
when people actually go down, and they will go down, trust me, they will. I don't know how, I don't know when, but they will because evil never wins. It's just, it's, a, it's an age-old tale, and it's proven. We do not stand over them and laugh and point fingers. We did that when President Trump won, remember? We laughed, we told you so, we made bets, where's my money, you owe me. We laughed about it, we kept it going, we kept Trump flags up, we re-triggered them so much to where they had to get resist bumper stickers and everything. We gloated. We don't gloat because now we're not in a battle, now we're in a war. So when this is over, we take our win, we strap on our boots, we strap on our belts, and we get right to work, overturning everything they did and fixing things for good and truly draining the swamp. Truly draining the swamp. I'm going to go to social media for a little bit, so we'll be right back after this. Um, uh, TM Hoagland says, Melly couldn't agree more. You can't beat God, says JP Mom. Pick them up and take them to the dump. I agree. Uh, Joe Bo says, one way or another. I agree. We have options, and we're, do we're, we're exercising all of our options that we, that we need right now, that we can do right now. Um, Roxy, uh, by the way, I loved your message that you sent me today. Roxy said that uh, not all California is um, starting to shut back down like L.A. County. She lives in Sacramento County, and she showed me a video of her walking into stores and stuff, and without them, and everything's fine. So let's hope that the uh, majority of California continues to stand up and say, we're not doing this. We're not going back to that. Um, Kate Sanchez says, your imitation is spot on. Well, I'm glad I'm only imitating him and I'm not like him. And Angie, Angel Girl says, give God the glory and thank him for what he has done. Every minute, every second of every day. Every second of every day. Smarty again for Rand Paul. Yeah, Rand Paul's been killing it lately, I'm not going to lie. Got to give credit where credit is due. Got to give credit where credit is due. All right, folks, I want to remind you again, too, that if you're buying anything from now until Christmas on MyPillow.com, if you're trying to get, if you're trying to rack up all 110 items that he has, make sure you help out the show by putting in the promo code LFA, which is Life for America, too, because you'll get tons and tons of discounts and some money comes back to the show, which is great. All right, back here on Live from America. Now, uh, the one thing about this show is that we continuously hammer out stories that not only the mainstream media won't touch, but that a lot of independent media outlets aren't touching either. And one thing that I'm proud of that we do on this show is that we hold, uh, we'll find out schools that are teaching CRT and we'll call the school. We'll find out if a, uh, a business is treating uh, people's bad, like Menards that day. And we call out Menards. Remember the, um, remember the children's sex shop, which I don't even know how that can exist. We find these places and we hold them accountable. At least we call them and we have thousands of people call them and flood the phone lines and give them a piece of their mind too. And it works. We've seen it work on this show. So that's one thing about Live from America that if you're just starting to get into it, you better strap on and be ready because it's a roller coaster here. Um, oh, Dum Dum. Let's go ahead and cue that music. Pretend to be press secretary. Jen Psaki said today that nothing is off the table when it comes to silencing Americans and censoring people on social media platforms. Why would she say nothing is off the table when it's a private entity, private business, and the government can't have anything to do with it in order to keep it protected under its Section 230, which still doesn't keep it protected if there's any kind of government um, cooperation in any way, partnership? In any way, because once that government becomes a partner in any way, 
colluding with or working with a private company, then all of a sudden that company, by law, by the Constitution, has to abide by the laws and the Constitution of the United States, freedom of speech being one of them. So, pretend to be press secretary Jen Psaki continues to dig a hole for Facebook and continues to dig a hole for big tech and continues to deliver more and more reasons why Donald Trump is going to win that class action lawsuit because now she's trying to back off of the statement that she made earlier, which I believe was yesterday, when she or it was even last week where she was talking about how they are they are monitoring different flow of information. They are redirecting flow of information they are flagging information for facebook they are telling facebook what they should and shouldn't put up you know that will be enjoyable to their viewers or to their users i should say um so she has already been on record multiple times talking about the federal government's collusion the real collusion with big tech so today she tries to walk it back and say well that's not up to us that's up to congress she says well there's nothing off the table but that's up to congress not up to the biden administration you've already messed up girl we're already going to circle right back to you, and you single-handedly are going to win this case for President Donald Trump. So while we give you the dumb, dumb award for continuing to... we got to give you a... Where's that cheer button at? The best is yet to come. Even when one of the... Uh, the um, one of the top people in the Biden administration, when they win court cases for you, you got to give them a round of applause. Because I guarantee you that all of this talk about how they have been working with Facebook and colluding with Facebook is going to win Donald Trump that case. How dumb. I mean, how dumb can you be? I mean, you got some of the best lawyers in the world working for you. You know what I mean? You got the FBI, you got the DOJ, you got all these corrupt swamp rat, uh, swamp donkey uh, creatures working for you. And you let this girl come out here and just blab how much you're colluding with Facebook? Donald Trump's going to win that case. That's for sure. So, eh. speaking of Donald Trump, let's go ahead and read a statement that he put out today. He is uh, going after warmongering Teletubby, Liz Cheney, once again. And uh, um, he said this statement from President Donald J. Trump today. Pay close attention to the Wyoming House primary against loser rhino, Liz Cheney. Some highly respected pollsters tell me that she's toast in Wyoming after siding with crazy Nancy Pelosi in supporting the Democrat impeachment hoax. And that's just the beginning. This is a hot race with some very interesting candidates running against her. Remember, though, in the end, we just want one candidate running against Cheney. I'll be meeting with some of her opponents in Bedminster next week and will be making my decision on who to endorse in the next few months. Just one candidate. Thank you. Boy, President Trump's being pretty strategic, isn't he? He's being pretty strategic. He's being pretty uh, calculated. He's being pretty bold, and he's being very direct. I don't want to be splitting this vote. I don't want rhinos in there trying to take votes away from regular um, Make America Great Again candidates. It'll be one candidate, and it'll be the candidate that I choose. That's what he's saying in that statement. That's the power move that Donald Trump uses when it pertains to the to the GOP. He knows that they're that they're that they're weak, spineless cowards. He understands remember the first people he beat and the first people that came after him as an organization was the GOP, was the RNC. He cleaned house. 
If you don't remember and you need a refresher course, all you have to do is go back and watch the 2016 Republican primary debates. He walloped him. Went right through them, one after the other. Bye-bye, Rhino. Bye-bye, Dynasty. Bye-bye, Rhino. Bye-bye, Big Money. Bye-bye, Lobbyist. Just wiped right through them like they were nothing. Picked his teeth clean and then went along and beat old Hillary Clinton. Okay? He has no stranger to the GOP. So when he says, we'll have one candidate, one candidate, he's saying, I'll choose that candidate. Sit back. Let me do this. Shut your mouth. This is my party. That's what he's saying. That's what Donald Trump would say, and that's exactly what he is saying. He's just saying it with statements. But what he's doing is he's leading the Republican Party. He's doing something that nobody else in the Republican Party is doing right now. So, bye-bye, Teletubby, because your days are numbered. Maybe you can go hunting with your father. I heard he's good at... (laughs) Nobody cares. All right. Ron Johnson of Wisconsin. Now, I know this guy has been a, uh, been a crowd favorite sometimes, and some other times he's had some um, harsh words said about him. But Ron Johnson of Wisconsin said today that Senate Republicans who continue to cooperate with Democrats pushing forward any kind of infrastructure bill will only be complicit in enabling Democrat radical agendas, allowing for more inflation. Folks, inflation is through the roof right now. Inflation is through the roof right now. Most of the everyday things that you buy, including going on vacation, trips, plane rides, train rides, automobiles, everything, everything is way up. Everything's way up. But that's, ha- that's what happens under Democrat rule. Legitimate or illegitimate. Or illegitimate. This is illegitimate. This is what they do. They don't know how to govern. They don't. They don't understand the private sector. They don't understand you have to bring in more than you put out. They don't get that. Thank the good Lord we have two, uh, two uh, parties that, in, in this country still to keep, so, keep one of them balanced. But they don't understand that. That's why New York, massive debt. That's why Illinois, California, massive, massive debt. Because these people do not know how to run any kind of business whatsoever. They don't understand basic economics. They don't understand home ec that you learn in high school. That is how ridiculous these people are. So when you print money with nothing to back it, just so that you can bail out all these people and make everybody billionaires, but there's nothing to back this, and you're not creating any real jobs. He likes to gloat that he's created 3 million jobs, and that's the fastest 3 million jobs that I ever created. There's a pressure. No, you didn't create anything. You're just letting people go back to work, and you're paying half of them to stay home, dummy. So big shout-out to Ron Johnson for actually being another Republican to stand up and say no. If you do this, you are going to be complicit, meaning you will have a bullseye on you, we will know who you are, and we will vote you out. Period. We're done playing games. And with the way these legislatures are all working together to make sure that none of this fraud happens on a major scale ever again, you're never going to be able to recreate that amount of fraud ever again. It's never going to happen. Unless it's done ways that we don't know about yet. Uh, You know, because what they did is, I told you, they did like five or six different things in order to make sure... They won. And legislatures are shutting down at least four of those right now. Okay, we're still on the fence with the Dominion machines and stuff like that, but pretty much everything else, the low-hanging fruit, the physical ballots, the mail-in ballots, the drop boxes, all that stuff, all that goes away in swing states, then they don't win. So do not let what happened on November 3rd stop you from going back out. Put trust into the legislatures, put your faith in God, and get out there and vote no matter what, always. 
ask for a paper ballot. If you ask for a paper ballot, they have to give you a paper ballot. That at least, at least eliminates one way of fraud. Because you're not running up touching one of those little buttons on a machine. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to give old Ron Johnson the Smarty Award of the Day. Let's cue that beautiful drum roll, shall we? <clears throat> Ron Johnson from Wisconsin, you get the Smarty Award of the Day on Live from America. Good job, my friend. Good job. All right, so... You guys have heard, you're familiar with the OIG reports, right? OIG reports are supposed to be non-biased. They're supposed to be, nobody should be able to stop them. They're basically like, kind of like what Durham is doing, right? He has, he has free will to be able to investigate. Nobody should be able to stop him, right? Unless he turns up suicided, right? So some OIG, some OIG reports just came out showing the findings from an investigation that was done internally of the FBI, and on the OIG report, it shows that, and I believe it's Comey. I'm going to read it for you. I'm going to read exactly what the OIG report says. Investigate, investigative summary from the OIG report. Findings of misconduct by then senior FBI official. Senior FBI official does not give a name. Nope, that part's redacted. I guarantee you it's James Comey. Because of the timing of it all. It says findings of misconduct by a then senior FBI official for having numerous unauthorized contacts with the media and for accepting unauthorized gifts from members of the media. The Department of Justice Office of the Inspector General, OIG, initiated this investigation upon the receipt of records from the Federal Bureau of Investigation Insider Threat Unit alleging that a then FBI official had numerous contacts with members of the media between January and November 2016 in violation of FBI policy. This matter is among the OIG investigations referenced on page 430 of the OIG's review of allegations regarding various actions by the Department of the Federal Bureau Investigations in advance of the 2016 election. And then it gives the link at the bottom. <clears throat> and it's uh, oigjustice.gov slash reports slash review various actions Federal Bureau of Investigations. I'm sure if you just go there and type into the search bar, you'll see it. But long story short, folks, I believe there still are parts and pieces of the government that are doing the right job. And apparently, some of them should be protected. I don't know if they are. And I don't know what kind of influence that the Biden regime is going to have over this. Long story short, who else could that be? Who else could that be besides Comey? And I do reference Comey a lot in my Drain the Swamp song, which you can find on JeremyHerald.com. But I believe it's Comey. So here's the question. Now we have a reason to file charges. We have, the, we have the OIG report that said it did happen from the FBI, that they were in contact with the media prior to the election, and gifts were taken. And they know who it was. They're not telling us who it was, but come on. So we know that there is a reason to file charges. question is, who will file them? And when? And how? Who, when, and how? That's what I want to know. Who is going to file these charges? My guess is, is this is an insurance policy for people who can have something over on Comey. My guess is, this is a way to throw Comey under the bus when things start really moving along. And when things start really moving along is when President Trump comes back. Whenever President Trump makes his way back to that White House, tomorrow, the next day, 2024, heads are going to roll. 
And my guess is they're just planting the seeds now to throw people under the bus. Because why else would they put this out? Unless they are truly non-biased. But we already know that the Attorney General is a biased, uneducated, and unqualified person for this job. Okay. Moving on. Proud Boys. This is, this is incredible. This blows my mind. Proud Boys leader Enrique Tario pled guilty to burning a Black Lives Matter banner. Who knows what he'll get for it. He'll probably get jail time for burning a Black Lives Matter banner. But here is the completely hypocritical, crazy world that we're living in, ladies and gentlemen. BLM says that brown and black people cannot be racist, period. Even if they're doing what we perceive as to be racist towards white people, it cannot happen because it's coming from a people who were never in power. This is what they say, not me. This is what they say. So they say reverse racism cannot exist because that uh, color of people have never grew up in a position of power where white people have. So you have white privilege, so only white people can be racist. Last time I checked, Enrique Tario was not white. So him burning a Black Lives Matter flag under their definition of racism cannot be a hate crime or have any way, shape, or form uh, anything connected with a hate crime because he's brown. You see the hypocritical world we live in here, folks? They will call black people and brown people Uncle Toms and white people. They'll call them, they'll say you have white privilege and you're a white supremacist just because they happen to have a conservative view. So he pleads guilty to burning a Black Lives Matter flag for hate crimes and racism, but he can't be charged with that because he's brown under BLM's own admission of, uh, or own uh, definition of who, who and who can't be racist. But even beyond that, what about the American flag that's been burned in front of how many police over the last three years, four years, five years? How, how, what about all the American flags that are being burnt, stomped on, urinated on, defecated on, ripped, destroyed, stepped on, kneeled on? What about all of that? Why isn't that a crime? Why isn't that a crime? But it's a crime to burn a BLM flag when you are brown yourself. We're not living in the land of reality anymore, folks. We're living in the land of Democrat utopia, woke-topia. And why did we get here? Because we, as a Republican Party, before our time, really just let it happen. And it, and it grew and it festered and it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew and it grew. And now, now, just now, we're starting to fight back because of somebody like President Trump who came and led the way. Such a stupid, such a stupid thing to even have to talk about. We're going to take a quick break, come back up, and we'll wrap up the show. Got some cool stuff to show you. Be back. Now I want to go and hear, uh, BLM needs to go, Michelle says. I agree, BLM does need to go. And Sharon Roth says, uh, we will get as many buses as we need. Ooh, don't know what she's talking about there. Burning the American flag should be a crime. I agree 100%. And Denise says, exactly, Jeremy. What happened in D.C. that people were running from the Capitol? Has anybody heard? I don't think anybody's got a definitive answer yet exactly what did happen in the Capitol. Um, but I've, like I said, I watched that a thousand times and I do hear Trump's name over and over and Kennedy. I'm assuming it's Senator Kennedy, but we're going to play a quick um, Real America's Voice commercial and then we're going to get right back to the stories because we're running out of time. So, Hey, War Room Posse. Real America's voice and the war room's voice just got louder. Look, we're rolling out throughout the country because of this grassroots movement and support that you give us. The fight against the corporate interests, the extreme left, 
the woke media, the woke corporations, Wall Street is only going to get tougher and more meaningful. You now can see us on your local TV stations. Check out locally where you can get Real America's Voice and The War Room. Check it out. Real America's Voice in the War Room coming to a TV station near you. Lean into freedom and join Real America's Voice as we come to a broadcast station near you. Thank you to each new affiliate station across our great country for joining our powerful grassroots campaign. America has found its voice. Download the Real America's Voice app and join other Americans just like you across the country coming together for real change. Hey, I'm back here live from America. That's right, folks. Real America's Voice It is the fastest growing day-by-day uh, new station out there, and I'm so proud to be part of them. I think they're awesome. All right, getting right into it. i got three more things to show you, so stay with me. Number one, China. China, China, China. <laughs> China. All right? China is not mandating their population take the Fauci CCP virus vaccine. China is not mandating that. Think about this. This comes from China, okay? And they're not mandating their own population to get the COVID vaccine. But here in America, we're shoving it down everybody's throat trying to get everybody that Fauci juice. Hmm. Notice anything weird about that? First thoughts, what do you think of when you find out that China will not be mandating its population to get the COVID vaccine, but they work with the WHO to make sure that Americans all make sure they get shoved with that shot? What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of that fact? Well, ladies and gentlemen, um, as we see people dying from the vaccine everywhere, we're seeing people get paralyzed by the vaccine everywhere. We're seeing people have adverse reactions, negative stuff, uh, swelling, uh, tempor temporary uh, paralysis, uh, and again, massive amounts of death. That's what you're seeing from the vaccine alone. But here in America, we're making sure that everybody gets it, and in China, they're not mandating their population to get it. Sounds a little weird, right? Meanwhile, meanwhile... China is not pumping their population full of Fauci juice. Their population is not dying or having long-term lasting effects from it. And they're actively hacking things like Microsoft, the U.S. government, holding things ransom, uh, hacking into our schools, hacking into our universities, stealing intellectual trade property. And all the while, Biden just turns his head, colors his pictures, and doesn't say a word. Why? Because the same thing we told you a long time ago, Biden and his entire crime family are 100% compromised. 100% compromised. And everybody knows it, including Tom Brady. What do you mean? Well, Tom Brady did his own trolling today. <laughs> Tom Brady is a genius for this. He's a genius. Now, Tom Brady is definitely a big fan of President Trump. Huge friends with President Trump. Friends with Dana White. It's a very, very large circle of awesome conservative people in high-powered places. And we know that Tom Brady is not a Joe Biden fan. So, when Tom Brady had the opportunity <laughs> to talk... 
<laughs> to talk to Joe Biden today, he decided to do a little bit of a do a little bit of trolling, and uh, he referenced the fact that forty percent of the people don't think Biden won. He referenced the fact that he forgets things, and he referenced the fact that people call him Sleepy Tom. But really, what he was doing was low key. Uh, <laughs> insulting Joe Biden, and Joe Biden, being the intellectual that he is, didn't get it, and it went right over his head. Here's Tom Brady trolling Joe Biden. This is great. Um, but we found our rhythm. We got on a roll. Not a lot of people, uh, you know, think that we could have won. And um, in fact, I think about 40% of the people still don't think we won. Here it is. I understand that. You understand that, Mr. President? <laughs> yeah. And personally, you know, it's nice for me to be back here. <laughs> we had a game in Chicago where I forgot what down it was. I lost track of one down in 21 years of playing. And they started calling me Sleepy Tom. <laughs> Why would they do that to me? <laughs> Joe Biden doesn't even get it. He doesn't even understand. <laughs> Trolling Award 2.0. We're going to go ahead and... Where's that cheer button? Oh, that cheer button doesn't work. And we're going to go ahead and give a virtual cheer to Tom Brady. Man, that was next level. That was next level. 40% of the, of the population doesn't, doesn't still believe we won. And Biden goes, oh, I don't know about that. He goes, you, you know something about that, do you, Mr. President? <laughs> and then talks about how he forgets. What a great trolling move by Tom Brady in front of the world. That's just amazing. That's just amazing. Shout out, Tom Brady. Sleepy Tom. Oh, Sleepy Tom. <laughs> and now, folks, we're going to end the show on some good, uh, a good vibe. We're going to end the show on a good vibe. And, I, and you know what? If I had another Smarty, I'd give a Smarty Award to this Christian right here. This Christian has decided in order to get the view and the attention of other people trying to bring them to Christ, he would take popular, Christ, or popular secular songs and change the words to a Christian-valued song. So he takes R. Kelly, who's very, very, very non-Christian for what the things R. Kelly did, took his song and remixed it to a Christian, have Christian words in it. And I got to tell you, I think he did an incredible job. And it's definitely something that's going to get the eyes and the ears of a lot of people just because they know the song itself. Genius move. And we as Christians, we always got to come up with different ways to grab people's attention. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado... Here is John Tay Williams Sr. Uh, come on. Always something in it. Here we go. Nah, usually I don't do this, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and break them off with it anyway. Now I'm not trying to be rude, but you really need to hear the truth about my God and things to do. His blood was shed for me and you. That's why I'm on you for your page to get you to come and join this race. Repent and give your life to Christ to get to the heavenly place. Let me get a hallelujah. Can I get a thank you, Jesus? We out here seeking this faith. Lifting my hands and praise. It's the Christian edition. I am preaching the Bible because winning souls is the mission. Not gonna stop till it's done. Tell the devil to run. Because it's kingdom business and we're about to have some fun. The devil is a lie and we you know that he's a hater. Thinking he got the power, but he forgot God is greater. Press warriors to the left and soldiers on my right. We bring them both together, demons slaying all. 
demon slaying now night. <laughs> That's a great job by him. And you know what? We need to see more of that. Again, folks, this is a uh, this is a this is a war we're in, and we need to do everything we can to spread the gospel and spread the seed of God and let him water it wherever he sees fit, whenever he sees fit, because it is by his will and on his timing that all things are done in the grace of God. And remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God. No weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. for more Live from America. And remember, go to JeremyHarrell.com. Get yourself a new Live from America hat. There's four new hats in there. Sign up for the newsletter. Become a monthly donor if you can. And listen to old podcasts. Watch old shows. And listen to that song, Drain the Swamp. You're really going to like it. See you guys tomorrow. God bless. Have a great night.